right, you guys, I'm so, so excited today to have Chris and Craig Carter of Electric Edge Media, longtime friends and just uh, people that I look up to so much for their hustle, work ethic and what they've built. You guys, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here, Chris and Craig Carter. Hello, Sierra. Hi, Sierra. <laughs> just the best of friends. We are Thank the you. best of friends. Miles oh. can't keep our friendship apart. They can't and they've tried and it's not going to work. We're still going to be friends. Although we do need to hang out more when I come down and I blame myself and I'm going to be better. We were I promise. We were busy too. So Electric Edge Media, the only full service video production and marketing agency in St. George. You guys do it all kind of a one-stop shop for businesses and companies. And what other types of like people do you help? Businesses, obviously. Solopreneurs, um, probably. Yeah, like people. Did, yeah, we we used to do a lot more like weddings and stuff. But we don't do that as much anymore. We'll still do one one every once in a while. But uh, businesses is our big focus now. Mostly small businesses too. We kind of really like to work with like the local small businesses, um, people that we know don't have a whole lot of money or people behind them yet, but are getting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of our what we. Yeah. specializing so far. Awesome. Well, us small businesses love you. I think I, I, I want to hear your opinion on this because it seems to me that people are still undervaluing the, um, what is the word under just undervaluing video in their business and the impact it can have. And also Google ads, Facebook ads. Am I wrong? Like, are, are you seeing people underutilizing and undervaluing it as you're talking to people yeah i think i think it's still something that uh is kind of hard to understand for people that haven't done it before um the biggest problem we had and we've talked about this a little bit off off there sierra was just like pricing video it's not a tangible thing it's not something that you've a lot of people priced out before so they have no idea you know and and it it varies but you're 100 right i mean in today's stuff even on your websites the the big sections that would be like an about us three paragraphs and uh, things like that. People like to, even when they go to your website, land on your website, they don't want to sit and read a page of stuff. Um, they, if, if we can throw that in a video where they can see your face and they can hear the way you speak and that kind of stuff it makes so much bigger difference. Even from, um, we've noticed even from an algorithm side of things, um, like on Instagram and stuff, it favors seeing faces. It favors seeing, mm-hmm. you know, like, like people like that. So it's a huge deal. Um, I think people are starting to get into it a little bit more, definitely. And video is more accessible than ever. Right. Because phones and, and webcams and whatnot, what, what we're doing here, Zoom and stuff like that. So they're starting to get into it more. Um, what about the Google ads, Chris? What do you have to add with that? I mean, with just kind of what you were saying before is, so Google ads is YouTube is, you know, is anything. And how often are we on YouTube? and we see an ad and you have to watch the five seconds. Are you going to read something? Or are you going to watch mm-hmm. even on Facebook and Instagram ads? I mean, video is always kind of preferred because it's just another way of getting it out there and showing who you are and showing your product, showing your business. And yeah. So how, so I mean, when people are coming to you, if they're coming to you, they value it, right? What are, I want to kind of look at this from a couple of different perspectives from a business owner perspective and also like trying to communicate to whoever might be listening to this, who might have a business, how important and valuable and like mega impactful video and ads are no matter how you put them out. So I want to look at it from that standpoint. And then also from you guys as a small business, how you're getting customers. So if people contact you, they're obviously either interested or they know the value of it. So there's probably not a lot of convincing, but maybe your strategies, you have to do some convincing. We can dive into that, but like, how are you guys going after the majority of your clients? How are you approaching that? Well, referrals are you? So we've done, it's Mm -hmm. kind of funny because not funny, but it's interesting because as a marketing company, we have done very little ads because a lot Mm -hmm. of our we're word of mouth we get one client that just loves our work ethic loves our videos love what we're offering and like hey i've got so-and-so who needs help i've got so-and-so that we've um kind of just that's how that's how we we 
worked for the first few years completely yeah. off word of mouth. Yep. Which was uh-huh. kind of silly, honestly. And I tell and I tell people this. So we have this little business class at uh, Dixie that I was just kind of a guest speaker, and I told him I said, as a video person, I am just a gear junkie. You know, I just want to yeah. spend. There's always new gear, new drones, and cameras, and lenses. So mm-hmm. I always spend money on that and get the newest, you know, best, greatest of that. But uh, it took me a long time to realize, like, just turning around some of those dollars, even some, into, like, marketing, Google, like you said, Google ads, Facebook uh, promotions, things like that. That made way more difference than a new little light or, <laughs> you know, like, right. there's a balance there for sure. But, yeah. uh, you know, we just started doing that a little bit more. And we've, we've seen a lot more returns, just like kind of cold uh, clients out of nowhere. Um, we've gotten a lot more of that in the last probably even six months, I would say. Yeah. Um, but before yeah. that, for years, it was primarily word of mouth. Word of mouth. Awesome. I love that. Do you guys plan on, I'm going to take one step further on like your marketing, your business, because I find it fascinating. I think people can learn a lot. Are you thinking at all about, I'm thinking a lot about text message marketing. We've used it for years at Thirst and it's hugely impactful. Have you guys thought about text message marketing or email marketing, or are you deploying any of those or anything in that kind of world yet? Or are you thinking about it or what are your thoughts on it? So we are do- for our business. So we're doing yeah, for your business. Uh, email marketing for sure. Text, we've okay. looked into it. Um, we've had a client who was interested in it. I think text and I love your thirst. Like I've seen it and I'm like, this is so smart, but where we're business to business, I don't, we don't want to be so annoying that we're like bugging business owners on text messages. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Like it's not something they've signed up. So we've kind of upped our email marketing. We just have um, a um, graphic that we've made and video. And then we're just sending to all of our people that we've had. And we've had people sign up for newsletters, trying to get tips from us on our website and stuff like that. So we utilize email marketing for sure. Text. I think there's a place for it. Thirst. Genius like genius. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why more people aren't doing it. Cause if I got a text yeah. from Thursday, 50% off, I'd be like, Oh yeah, let's go to Thursday today. Right. But mm-hmm. that just doesn't, yeah. the text doesn't fit our model. It's not yet. Yeah. We, we, we might delve into there a little bit, but we haven't, haven't gotten there yet. Not for personal. Yeah. So. That's cool. I, I think, well, I mean, email's huge. I just think like, even just that touch base, like if we were doing a lot of work together and I saw you guys give an update on like, Check out this latest, I don't know. I don't know if you guys do a lot of drone stuff. I know you do drone stuff, but like check out this latest drone thing we did. And here's two tips for your business. Just the impressions, you know? So I'm glad that you guys are, are doing that with newsletters and emails and stuff like that. Um, okay, so let's dive into a couple of things here. Um, I have so many questions, but I'm really trying to keep it together to be courteous of time. We, we can go off the rails if you want. It's <laughs> Well, I do want to, I want to derail for like a moment at some point, not quite yet about 75 hard. Cause you yeah. said you would talk to me about that. I think well. we should update on that, but okay. So if, um, w- if someone comes to you guys for video, maybe they're brand new business. Like they're just like, I know that I need to be doing this, but I don't know what I need to be doing. How do you kind of approach that conversation? What questions are you asking to kind of lead them down the path of, are we doing like intro videos? Are we doing like a product specific campaign? Like what questions are you asking some of these new customers who are kind of new and like have maybe a little bit of money, but haven't seen the value yet, but they will. Like, I know they will, you know, they will. What questions are you guys asking to kind of figure out what are you going to put out for them first if they have no idea, but they know they need to do it? That's a good question. Generally, most of the people come to us with an idea of what they already want. That I would say is 90% of the time they have an idea of what videos they want to do. However, uh-huh. um, the times where that does happen, where they're kind of just lost, they know they need video. Um, it definitely depends on what they, what their company is, what their business is, who they reach out to. Um, like sure. with, uh, with the speaker company I work with, they don't sell to end users a whole lot. So a you know an ad that would run on instagram or facebook doesn't make a ton of sense um but Mm -hmm. they have people that do install videos that made a lot of sense for them i love Ah. with i love to start with um just like we were talking about before almost like an about me sort of Mm -hmm. thing for you can use it out on on your websites 100 you can also just blast them out on your social media 100 i think that's a great way 
for people to just uh, quickly get to know you. We put together so many of those. It's just kind of an interview setup. Then we go around, we get B-roll of your products, your people, your business, uh, your establishment, maybe some drone shots, stuff like that. And it really gives people kind of that, uh, you know, that handshake, that kind of video handshake, like here, here's what we are. And it definitely, again, it depends on what they are, um, what they do. If they're, you know, service-based, that kind of stuff really makes a difference. If, if they're mm -hmm. more, they've got a product or something, a specific product, then we like to highlight that. Um, it sort of depends on what they, who they're trying to reach out to and what their business does really. Yeah, like who their nice. audience is mm -hmm. and who they want to, mm -hmm. yeah. And that's one of the hard, that's one of the little hurdles we have just as a video company is that um, every video is so vastly different. I mean, we right. talk about a 15 second Instagram quick video. We could talk about a 20 minute about us company video. And these are two drastic price points completely different two drastic amounts of time that would take to shoot it and edit it and just amount of time for them to be there present on camera stuff like that mm -hmm. so this is one of the hurdles we've had to face as a, as a company is that you know um people reach out to us and it's so different and it's, and usually the initial conversation is something like hey what would a one minute video cost me it's like mm -hmm. oh, man i wish we had just a <laughs> quick answer for that yeah Usually we have to get on the phone with them. We're trying to work on a process with this and any input would be great um, from an outsider standpoint. But, um, you know, usually we have to get on the phone with them. We have to yeah. talk to them a little bit, what they're looking for um, before we can get them bids and, and figure that whole thing out. So we're working on that though. We're trying to figure mm -hmm. out, a, it would be perfect that you just pop on a website and just fill out a little survey thing and boom, you've got a like rough bid. That's kind of, mm -hmm. that would be great. Where we want yeah, to get to. we're trying to get to that and have that ability because yeah a lot of people be like i want a 30 second video how much like is there a drone do you need actors do you need right location there's so much need, like 30 yeah. seconds isn't enough to give you what you know mm -hmm. yes. so we're trying to figure that out too i want to ask one question piggybacking off that then i want to ask chris i want to ask you next kind of your favorite first like go-to places to push it out if they're not really sure where to push it out obviously will depend on the business but maybe you can give some examples of like for this type of business I go here but real quick on this question I have found and I think I talked to you about this last time Cray um Chris I don't think you're able to join us on that one but it seems to me there could be this little gap like I've thought a lot about doing more consulting I am going to be doing some more consulting and a part of that a huge part of that for how I like to approach most businesses, definitely has video, definitely has a lot of online marketing, um, a lot of like posting a lot on socials and stuff like that. It seems to me that there could be a gap between like getting the actual video content, photography, and the creative side of it. So like, what does the ad say? Or if I know that I want to sell this water bottle, like if I come to you guys and I'm like, I have this water bottle, I need to sell it. I know I need video on it. I need to do some ads to sell it. Help me sell it. Like, are you finding that there is a little bit of that gap and you guys are having to then kind of consult on what the creative should look like? Or do you bring other people in? Or do you kind of tell them like, you need to come to us with like exactly what you want it to look like and we shoot it? Or is it kind of a combination? I hope that question makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And that is another, that's another reason why sometimes it can just change price points. Sometimes we have people come in, they have a script and they have exactly, mm -hmm. I'm trying to hold back a sneeze or let it, I'm just trying to figure out what the sneeze wants to do. <laughs> um, sometimes they know exactly what they want, like down to the shot. And uh -huh. sometimes they have no idea and they want us to completely. And, and to be honest, we, we love those, you know, because mm -hmm. we could actually put a little stamp on it. We've seen in enough time, what works and what doesn't work. Not saying we're right 100% of the time, but we've seen a lot of things that work and don't work. Um, so we love being on the creative side. If they come to us and say, hey, we have, we want to start doing some videos. We have these products, money, and we're just ready to go, but we have no idea what to do. Those are, in my opinion, those mm -hmm. are the most fun, where we get to kind of dig into their company. That's what we do. We mm -hmm. kind of do a lot of homework on them, um, figure out what they've done in the past, ask them what's worked for them in the past, what hasn't. And then we build Look at what their competitors are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Their competitors, mm -hmm. even full research like, that have nothing mm -hmm. to do with them. Just ones they like that they want to, uh, you know, mimic stuff like that. Those are great. 
mm-hmm. it, it definitely can change. And, and that's part of something that we try to bring is that creative side. Um, because this is, a, this is an interesting question, Sarah, and I, I'm gonna throw it back at you a little bit if you mm-hmm. do So Absolutely. It's one of the things that we sometimes um, deal with nowadays too, is that everyone has a phone with a decent camera on it. They've got a computer or iPad with decent cameras on them. And a lot of them shoot, sometimes they'll shoot their own videos. We, we try to discourage, you know, there's a time and place for them where they make sense, 100%. Mm-hmm. But when they do professional videos, we definitely try to discourage that because it kind of, yeah, most brand a little bit, makes it look a little cheap. Um, Even if it's not with us, we say get professional video done. But there's some of that and we do it too a little bit. Um, We know like you guys do some, Thirst does some of their own videos, stuff like that. So where is the balance in your mind of like when you do something yourself over when you hire it out? Like Mm -hmm. that's a question to you, just not even specifically video, but uh, you know, if it's something that you like, maybe you can do or do it well enough. How do you, how do you feel about that? I was going to ask you. So I like that question and make sure you bring me back. If I go off the tangents a little bit, I right now am focused on the amount of content over quality. Mm -hmm. And I think for most small businesses that are in kind of my world, so I'm a lot in the like food and beverage, I'm a lot in like the cafe, coffee shop. Um, I'm small town, so I know a lot of local businesses here. And what I see is just them, they are under posting content period. Mm -hmm. So for me, if I'm consulting someone and they're a relatively small business, I would rather them be on their Instagram stories with their phone like, 20 stories a day, kind of showing this real life behind the scenes, like getting to know the owner type thing, then waiting to get it perfect. Now, on the other side of that, um, the way that I kind of balance it is if I, I think they should have some major staple videos. Like I love the about us or like the um, kind of intro. I think those should be like spot on. Like the ones that you guys came up and did for us, those are actually rolling now on a lot of pre-roll YouTubes. And I, this side note, I kind of hesitated because I was like, it's such a good video. It's so perfect. But I was being stupid and I was like, I look a lot different now. I don't know if yeah. I should run it, but I was like, run it. But I, I was so glad I had it. I, I was yeah. so glad I had it and it's doing super well. We're up to like 30,000, 40,000 views in like right. a month because we're, we're pushing it out. But so I think businesses should have professional stuff like that. In addition, I think that anything, um, as much as you could afford professional, I think you could do that if that's going to be kind of your aesthetic. If they're posting a lot on Instagram and stuff like that, you're good. If they're posting a a lot on Instagram um, and it's just like, you know, I I don't know. There are some businesses that might need professional photos on every single one. For the world that I live in, I think – the major ones of the and like would really love to do um we did a little mini outdoor campaign where we recruited local photographers and traded them or paid them to go skiing take our stuff and take pictures that worked out super well for us because i get a whole bunch of content and they were photographers right. they had some experience i could give them credit however i would have loved to have the foresight to in like like the first snow in december have you guys come in and do a whole outdoor video campaign too that I could use over the next few months. So like one long form that I could cut up. So I don't know if that answers your question, but like with thirst, Ethan and Rachel do all of it themselves. The only time that they brought in people is like people have like volunteered to do some free video. For me, I have to balance out as a business owner, time and energy right right yeah that's definitely something too right been interns and they're still learning so like rachel has rachel's been she's pretty good at like she's good at editing and they're looking good and everything like that i would do i would do a little bit more um hiring down there if i was like involved in it more but we do she does such a great job outputting it anyway i am getting sidetracked a bit but that's where I kind of draw the line. And I think, I think you should have some staple videos that you pay for 
that you could hopefully yeah. cut up into smaller pieces and put out over the long period of time too. I like if I'm consulting, that's what I'm going to tell people. Like, yeah. let's work that's with good, these guys. Yeah. Let's work with these guys. It's a good, it's, I think that's a good strategy. There definitely has to be a balance because some people get so hung up on getting everything perfect that they never release anything. We've had clients who do that before in the past too, that they, even like you were saying, maybe they just didn't look quite right. Maybe the video is awesome. Maybe they lost some weight, <laughs> maybe somehow, and mm-hmm. they don't want to post videos uh, or maybe they said something just to offer. So that can definitely hang you up as well. So it's, it definitely is a, it's a balance for sure. Uh, trying mm-hmm. to find that and it, it I, I like the idea you, you need to get content out there and you're not going to be hiring a, a video company every time you need to do a Instagram a story. story. That yeah. makes no sense. Makes no sense. Um, but I think what, I think a good way to put it, just me listening to what you were saying is maybe your videos that you want to live longer, ones that are going to have a longer life, maybe, maybe those are the ones that you would take. And again, we're using video as an example, but this could be anything. This could be logos. This could be, uh, you know, marketing, branding stuff, whatever. Um, but if you, if it's going to, if it intends to live longer, maybe you, maybe that's where you hired out to someone more professionals or something like that. Cause we have the same thing. I mean, in our company, we can kind of create logos. We can kind of do some things decent enough. Um, but it's that balance of like, do we hire it out and get someone who's actually better and professional? Do we do it ourselves? Do we, mm-hmm. there's always, and I'm sure with most small businesses in a lot of regards, there's a lot of that. And again, not just video, but that's. I think too, one thing I just thought of, and then Chris, I want to come to your question is like, I, for some reason, I, I love auto detailing and I find like really good ones wherever I go, like renew auto, renew auto is my place down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, swags is my place up here. But if I was consulting them, I was just thinking about this. I would have them do kind of those three and I've done some video for them um, just because I got my camera and it sounded fun nowhere near the quality but anyway it was fine i would have them do like their threes and then for a company like them i would strongly encourage them probably once a month or at least once every two months have a company like you guys come in for a period of time and get just a ton of video that they could cut up and use throughout those months that's just good and maybe maybe we decide on like three ads maybe they want to talk about ceramic coating they're getting their boats ready i know they're doing that right now cut it up and use it. That's one thing I I don't think businesses think about enough is paying someone like you guys to come in and get a whole bunch put together three. And then this might be annoying for you guys, but I would ask you if you're doing free med, say, please cut, cut up like 15 second clips of like cool shots of like slow-mo of my Kalachi, the drink pouring, or like this thing that I can use the month over and over and then come in and get fresh stuff every two months. That's so I think it's, it's just so underutilized and, and it can be so powerful, but probably the most important thing, I, I think over the amount, like the qual- the amount that you're putting out versus quality, it's a balance, right? But I see businesses messing up on the amount they're putting out, but when they get those nice videos or they get whatever video or content, it's about how they're putting it out. So Chris, that comes to your question yeah. is I think, um, it's just like, there's so much opportunity. So with Facebook ads, Google ads, and I still, still think it's underpriced. So putting it out is just as, or more important on like where it's going. So what are your top, like, where's kind of your go-to and maybe you can give some examples of type of business. Cause it might differ in my mind. I have a couple ideas of like, what would work better on Facebook than Graham. Um, I think probably anything can go on pre-rolls of YouTube, but I could be wrong, but yeah. What are your favorite, like top top two go-tos for pushing out content, like paid content that you're going to put some ad spend behind? So I think, and this is kind of goes with anything doing, even when you go into the social media part of it, I think what's hard is when people think of like ads or um, different ad streams, they're like, I got to do it all. And I think that's incorrect. I think you need to like drill down. And we've done this with a couple of clients, like, okay, who do you need to be on Instagram? Who's your audience? Do you need to be on Facebook? you know, like there's different, I think businesses have a hard time. Like I, I, I went in for um, consulting for, we don't run um, social media for people, but I consult because I've gotten to the point we used to run social media for companies, but I don't mm-hmm. know anything about granite. How am I supposed to mm-hmm. tell your audience about granite? I just don't know. So what mm-hmm. we've been trying to do is that find someone who's passionate into the company 
and train them and get a game plan, get like a marketing plan. Like, okay, who's your ideal customer? Where are they coming from? What age group? Sex. I mean, you, you know, the whole, like getting drilling down to your audience. Okay. Now where are these people going to be at? Are they younger? Are they watching YouTube doing YouTube ads? So I think it's all dependent upon where your audience is at. I think everybody, even us, we get overwhelmed with um, where we should be at, but business to business. Instagram is, but Facebook and LinkedIn, people do not do LinkedIn. And I think people are missing out on LinkedIn. Like if you're B2B, you should be doing ads on LinkedIn. Like I'm like, I'll tell people and they're like, no, 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 I have to be on Instagram. And I'm like, but is your, your service, right? Or you're not twenties, thirties, you know, you're more of this. So it's, it's kind of hard for, I think for businesses, but I think that's super important for any part of the marketing video, social media ads to really know who your customers are, where they're coming from, what they're searching on Google too. Like say you're the auto detailing, right. You know, as a, and I tell my clients this all the time, step aside. If you're looking for your business, what do you expect them to search for? What do you want to pull up as for, you know? And that's going to help with the Google ads. And so it's all dependent upon where your audience is. And I've done Facebook, YouTube. I think YouTube kind of can be a little bit for everybody, depending like if you're local, you know, you can target those down to people locally. You know what I mean? So it's just knowing your audience. Can I answer your question? (laughs) So do you, do you absolutely, do you, kind of handheld handhold them and walk them through that process do you have kind of a it sounds to me because of the questions you're asking you ask them these questions you have kind of a process to handhold them and like help them find their demographic if they don't know like I'm just wondering you know it if I was a brand new business or just thinking about it I think I might get a little bit overwhelmed by having to have all that figured out however if I can come to you guys you're going to help me figure it out and then you have the knowledge based on how that ideal customer looks when you kind of work through it you're gonna know how to push it out I feel super less overwhelmed and I'm like take my money so you have kind of a process that you walk people through with that to help them find on both sides of because we do like the SEO and the web development I have Mm -hmm. clients that do both and then I have clients that do together um so yeah I will because I think it helps me do my job better and it helps get their product out in front of the right people or their services. So yeah, we go down, okay, who are you looking for? Age, sex, you know, income. Like there's so many things like family values. Like there's so many mm-hmm. things that these ads will do that people don't think about. You think right. about are your, you know, thirst, right? You know, I mean, it is broader. So we do do that. I do consulting. Um, and then I have like a, where I come in, I look at, you know, ask you a bunch of questions, narrow down, do competitive analysis, kind of talk it through with them and then come up with a plan. Okay. You should be on it. You know, you should not be on Instagram, Instagram. I mean, you can do it. You can post there to have to be there, but your focus should be Facebook and LinkedIn, or it should be YouTube and this. And then, um, once a month I'll go in and check on them and like for the social media consulting, um, portion of it, you know, a new reels comes out. I'm going to show you what reels is. I'm going to show you what you should be doing for reels. I'm going to show you how to get the best thing and have their person for social media, the web SEO stuff I take care of. And I just make sure everything's implemented into their audience demographic. So Uh nice. Two separate things, but they kind of work together. I I think that being on a, a little bit on the, on all the big platforms makes sense. But like you said, focusing, really focusing on like the ones. spending the money. Yeah, exactly. But on. it's good to be at least around on, yeah. on all of them, I think, because uh, like, for instance, if we hit someone, they see our videos or see our, our websites or something, and they are big, like TikTok fans, maybe we should just have a little bit on TikTok where they can see a little bit more about us because maybe they're just younger and they don't they don't have Facebook or they don't ever get on their Facebook or something. But uh, that's not our primary audience. So yeah, we, we shouldn't put a ton of uh, effort into that specific platform. But I think that's, yeah. That makes yeah, sense. you should just be doing it, you know, have those profiles there. But I think it gets overwhelming for businesses where they're like, okay, I've got to be on Instagram and, you know, and they're different, like even video, 
I got to do vertical for Instagram. Like we have a client that's like, okay, when you're doing this, do this, you know, when you're filming for YouTube, it's horizontal, like it's silly stuff, but it's stuff that it's not across the board. So I think just honing right. it to having the profiles for everything and reposting, like throwing it to Facebook or throwing it to Instagram. But when you're spending the ad spend, it should be strictly who your audience is. That's the most important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I love that. Now, now you mentioned something that I want to touch on really quick. Cause I think a lot of people will find value in. And then if I have time, I'm going to try to pop on Instagram live and see if that'll work to see if we can get real time questions. But as you, if someone's coming to you, Chris, are they, I would imagine, again, you said that 90% of the time they know what they want. So maybe they want help with their social strategy, or maybe they want just online presence. Uh -huh. That seems a lot more vague. So, or like website work, are people coming to you mostly for those specific things kind of broken down? Like, Hey, my website needs help. Or are they coming and saying like, I know I need to have a better online presence. Like what's the majority for you guys right now? And then I have a follow-up question after. Um, they're probably coming mostly for specific stuff, right? That's where we I get think there's, I think that's too different for both of us. I think for my, my side of it, um, with website, people will be like, I have clients that will just be like, I know I need to show up on Google. I know I need to be, mm. how do I do that? And then mm -hmm. I'm like, this is what we do. This is, you know, and social media is actually getting into that. I don't know if you've looked into that, but Google's starting to look at social media profile on ranking mm -hmm. and that. Mm. So it's, um, a little bit, I think it's a little different from both sides of it. We get both, mm -hmm. but mostly my, for, um, website and SEO. Cause that's what everybody's like. I know I need to be on Google. I know I need to be able to be searched or the Google, my business, my Google, my business isn't correct. I don't know how to do that. They just know they need to be seen. Their website mm. needs to be seen, is mostly from my end. Got you. Might be got a little video. I've got, okay. I have two questions, but I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to put this on ground because I think this could be like a really huge tip. Let me try this real quick to see if this is going to work. I'm going to change. I need you guys just to help me remember to come back to your Google rankings thing. Okay. And then the top thing that I'm going to ask you to suggest on um, websites or, or where businesses are missing the most that you see on the webs on their websites. Let me see if this is going to work real quick. You guys are awesome. And I have us down for, oh, we're supposed to be done by now. Are you guys okay for 15 more minutes? Yeah, are you sure? We're good probably till, like I said, I, I probably got to bounce around 11. So, okay. So, okay. Let me just, okay. You said something very interesting, Chris. I have to ask, what are you talking about with Google rankings and social profiles? I need to know this. And I think many people might need to know this. So, um, there was a couple articles coming out saying that, so Google rankings and like, um, video production, we'll just use ours video production near me. Right. I'm looking for, I'm a business, I'm looking for video production and the rankings is where you rank in line for Google searches, right? Sure. So organic our, search, right? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> organic search versus like typing in electric edge media, right? Okay. Um, so I read a couple articles that were coming out at the beginning of this year saying that Google is starting to look at social media profile um, profiles to make sure, because all Google's goal, any search engine, let's say, but mostly um, goal is to get, um, if when I type in video production, it's really a video production service and it's the best quality video production. Mm. I have good reviews. I have the, uh, you know, the keywords that I want to be listed on my website. And they're also listed on my social media. Mm, I was just going to ask about keywords. Mm -hmm. So You've got some keywords, you've got some backend stuff um, to make sure that it's in line because Google's point is to make sure that they're serving their clients and their customers the best, best searches. Because you used to be able to back in the day is keywords, people with keyword stuff. It's like, I want to list for video production and they do like white text and they put video production a million times throughout mm -hmm. the page. You never see it and but they're ranking higher but sure guy is getting like super crazy where it's like it doesn't it will like block you 
down. If now. you're doing, if you're doing that crap, huh? Yeah, <laughs> like it's like, nope, we're done with you. So, um, yeah, yeah. So okay. let's keep up the social, your bios, making sure that your phone numbers on Instagram and Facebook and Google are the same. Making mm. websites are the same, like your information across, cause it's going to be running those bots across your sites when you're listing them. Mm -hmm. Do you ever do, I think I just had this thought. Do you ever do like a, do you, do you offer like a mm, online presence review? Cause I, I'm just thinking like, maybe I need to have Chris like really dive in <laughs> to make sure across the board, like I'm good. Yep. Do you offer that? Yeah. So what I do, especially for like new clients, um, after the first meeting I go into, we talk about things. I ask them what keywords they want, like what's important to them. And then I go back and I have tools that I use and software that I use that will scan their own stuff and see where they're ranking. Cause mm. someone's like, Oh yeah, I'm, I've got, I'm fine for, you know, this stuff. And they're missing tons of stuff. And I showed it to them. I'm like, look, you don't have your metadata. It's kind of nerdy techie stuff, but you know, there's your keywords. Yes. You're putting it, but you're putting it too much. Now it's hurting you. So I do mm -hmm. give them that information before it's like part two meeting yeah. or email, email, like, yeah. So I do do that for clients. Ideal situation for a business. The smart thing that I'm seeing for businesses to have someone like you on their team or coaching someone on their team that you're talking with monthly to make sure it's all lined up. Now, if, if someone's not going to do that and they're going to do it, I mean, they should at least be doing it a few times a year where they're coming and have someone like you review it, right? Like, like if they're not paying someone monthly to yeah. do it, which they should be doing, how many times a year do you think they should do it? Good question. On minimum, like minimum. Minimum. I mean, so some of the stuff that you implement for like Google searches and stuff, um, any SEO person will tell you it takes six months to start, you know, Google Ooh. notice and stuff. And a lot of people, it's hard because a lot of businesses will be like, I tell them every, all of my clients, I'm like, it is not going to be immediate because again, Google's not right. looking for short term keyword stuffing, shove as many crap as we can. They're looking for the long term thing. And so, like, marathon. Yeah. So, like, blogs, it's so kind of funny because people are like, oh, that's so old school. But so we have a copywriter on staff. Um, that will, cause Google wants always content updated, even like products, like having new products on your website, having new updates on it. So, Ooh, that is a good question. How often should they do it? If they're not consulting, I would say it, it depends on the, I don't mean to cut you off. Like it depends on the business listening to this should someone consulting you regularly. Like, like these guys, like there should be someone watching that crap closely yeah. for you. Yeah. So do you have a, if, if someone who's hearing this wants to call and be like, Hey, I, I need you to kind of check out where my stuff is. Cause like, I have no idea. And maybe I'm missing, like, I, I have, um, my buddy EJ, I think you guys know from blaze. So, um, he's been working with me a little bit more closely lately and we were missing so much stuff, so yeah. much stuff like this. So and I don't, you don't have to throw out a price, but if they want to contact you, obviously they can go all your socials and stuff, but do you have kind of a ballpark range, like this overview of like approximately price range for you to, I just see a, yeah, I, I see a huge amount of value in what you're doing. And I think if any business owners are listening to this thinking like, wow, I haven't, I have no idea where I'm showing up. Like you should probably contact these guys. So I'm just wanting to give them some information on the price range to have you look at, or someone like you look at like kind of this online presence review. How am I actually doing to kind of get that consulting from you? At least that initial conversation. Yeah. Um... <laughs> and maybe, maybe you give it a big range anywhere between this and this. So for, like I've said before, so for potential clients, when I know that they're doing websites, I just have included it in when mm -hmm. I in for it. Um, but I mean, if you're just like, Hey, I just want to know where I'm sitting, where my website, where my company, where my branding sitting. I mean, I would probably say like 200 to like 500. 
possibly depending on the yeah Yeah. that that sounds that sounds that's kind of like what I was thinking like and it would be completely worth it like when we did it for us I was missing a whole bunch of keywords Mm -hmm. um we are now getting into some directories which maybe we can get into another time I still don't know enough about it but um apparently it's going to be a really good thing and and we were completely missing a boat. So I strongly encourage that's like going to be part of my consulting package as I'm talking to people is I'm going to have them have like an online presence review um, because it's just so, so important. Um, okay. I had one other question. Hang on. I lost it. Let me give, give me a second to get back. What you said about so huge. And stuff. So yes, there's a lot of little things and it's hard for businesses to be able to do everything. And it's not, it's this stuff. They don't even think about it first when you're first starting a business. I mean, like we said, we did word of mouth stuff for the long time because we didn't realize we were missing out on, on, on all sorts of stuff like that. And uh, something you don't know you need till you know you need it. <laughs> so, well, just a, a testament to this to kind of give people some background on this and some real data too is January is my scariest month. I think it might be for most bakeries because of New Year's resolutions. It is for us. So I legitimately have a campaign. I legitimately had a campaign called Save January. And we started in December because it gets scary, you guys. Like, and, and our recovery period for this, like full transparency, is probably like two, three months to recover from how sucky January is. I did. Yep. But it lasts for three weeks, but it impacts yeah, us for three months. You so can go to the gyms it, for a few weeks. Only. It legitimately, legitimately, like in that third week, I was like, "Okay, guys, it's changed. The, the scene, the scene's changing, and the numbers exactly show it every year." I have eight years of data now. This is what I did though. So Operation Save January, I recruited um, EJ over at Blaze. He's a good friend, and I've been trying to work with him for a while, and um, to do an analysis like you guys do. And to push out, mostly to push out ads. I was like, I have to get all this because I have a lot of video. Like mm-hmm. you guys have done a, a good amount of video for me and it's amazing. And I have underutilized it. So I'm like, I have this video. I have like a lot of content. I need to push it out. We pushed it out. And um, between that and I launched, so pro tip, you launch new things, like come up with new ideas if you're food beverage if you're struggling in a month or whatever, we launched a like healthy campaign where we introduced four new products. We launched delivery. So we, we threw a lot in and because of that, and because our impression, like our impressions are like uh, YouTube pre-rolls were up Google ads. He, he cleaned it all up. Um, our number of increase was, let me just think. January, hang on. I looked at Valentine's the other day, Valentine's day specifically. And I looked at January, but I'm pretty sure that we were up 30%. Now for us, for food and beverage, you guys, that's huge. Like just by doing that. And it, and for us, it costs about what the range that you were saying per month is what I paid about that range per month. Plus my ads. Yeah, yeah. I got back way more. So what I'm saying to anyone listening or watching is it is absolutely if you have someone like Chris or Craig come in to know what they're doing, know how to get the content, number one, and make it creative and make it visual and make it appealing and then know how to push it out is just so huge. And I'm just like, it's been so fun to watch you guys too. And I'm just super impressed and believe a lot in what you are doing. Last question, if, if I can, um, one, I wanted to ask you, Chris, real quick, and then you guys, anything you want to chat about? I'm sick of me asking questions, but that's, that's my podcast. So I guess that's important. Um, I'm not sick. I'm not sick of asking questions. I'm sick of listening to myself talk. Let me just be specific. I love it when you guys are talking. That's what I'm saying is what is the number one thing, Chris, you see people missing on their website most often? Like, like what is the one thing that keeps coming up? Like, people need to clean this up or pay attention to it. Um, oh, <laughs> it's kind of a big, so I mean like just implementing SEO, like I can go to a web page and go, they're not utilizing SEO just mm. by the look of it because Google, you know, having an up-to-date website, constantly pay, posting content on it. Mm. I like, um, I mean, like we have a, I have a lot of services clients 
So it's not like products because products you can kind of, you know, oh, we've got new shirts, we've got new pants, we've got the new earrings in, but where, so we do like a latest, mm. new, like what's tech news in this industry, like having Google looks at that. So mm. I just think people are missing out on SEO in general. Like, I just think mm. that they either don't understand everything that goes into it, or they're just getting like a portion no, of it going like the keywords, but like how you said, when did you learn about directories? So he, we, he mentioned it like probably a year ago when I did a couple of things with him. And then on our last meeting last week, he kind of brought the, what it's going to take to implement it and kind of what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, no, actually, but that's basically it. I was doing some consulting for a coffee shop and I hooked them up together. And that's how I first heard about it. Cause he's getting them on all the directories and uh-huh. then looking at it really closely with ours. Yep. So like there's directories and there's backlinks. I mean, there's so many portions of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even just like, I don't, I just, I just don't think people are implementing it correctly or they're, and it's fine going in like, I mean, YouTube, right. You can go search and do some certain things, but there's some technical parts of it, but I just think people are missing out. Like small businesses are just missing out and they're just like, okay, I'm posting a lot of content, but they're not using the right keyword or they're not using mm-hmm. they're not listing their location in the footer. They're not located, you know, like even the footer. I can tell they're not using SEO by the footer of your website. Like, yeah, nope, <laughs> not implementing it. Like any, you're missing out because Google and Bing, my clients are like, Bing, why are you listing me in Bing? And I was like, Siri and Amazon Alexa use Bing. People don't mm. think that. And so people just think Google, Google, Google. And I so haven't thought about Bing in like seven years. <laughs> right? I'm not kidding. I have because that's what I do. So my clients, so they're not listed just on Google. I have them pulling up on Bing because every time you use Siri or every time, hey, Alexa, where's blah, 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 blah. It is using Bing to search it. So I think that, yeah, there's just a lot that goes into it. So I just, I think that's the biggest thing. And having um good looking websites not like I had mm-hmm. one that I'm redoing that I'm updating and it looks like it's 1995 website and they got it in 2015 and I was like whoa okay just having a modern and implementing video like video hero headers boom you open a page video or mm-hmm. the second thing should be video about mm-hmm. me having the products in video I just think is just yeah. It's so huge. I think that I just think people don't know. I think people just, you guys know from starting a business, you get so wrapped into it. You're aware of it because of what you do, fortunately. But imagine if your thing was auto detailing, right. you're focused on getting your cars out and yeah. you have a website up. So, you know, you're visible, but you're not visible. Yeah. So I think that's probably the, one of the biggest takeaways from this conversation. I think for anyone in small business or thinking about small businesses, I can't stress enough how important it is to have resources like Electric Edge Media to come in and ha- take care of that for you because it's price versus cost. So it's going to the prices, the, the, the prices, the money that you're going to pay for that or potentially the ads, the cost of not doing it <laughs> is yeah. so the, the money that you're leaving and the visibility that you're leaving on the table is so much more painful then the um, investment is really what it is, the investment in, in your business. I just think it's so important. So I would strongly encourage anyone who is brand new or has been in it a while, you have to have somebody like this on your team. And the fact that you guys do both, I think is so incredible. Like, I love it. That's, as I've been consulting, I've, I'm thinking about like creating these teams and the fact that you guys do both of those pieces, I think is so huge. So mm-hmm. mad props to you stumbled upon that yeah. it, it it is a mistake that that first businesses make and like we said we did it too it's, it's not even a mistake you you go into a business you make a business doing what you know how to do or doing something that what you, you want to what you love whatever it is so if you want to make the best cinnamon bun uh you're focused on that you're baking right you're making, so it's stuff you don't think about and you're like i have the best cinnamon bun in all of utah why are people not here eating it mm-hmm. it's like well that's the part that pe- it takes a while to kind of get your head wrapped around. Cause they're like, Oh, well I posted a picture on Instagram and I do have a website I made quickly with the Wix, square Wix or Squarespace or something. You're like, where is everyone? Mm-hmm. You're focused on doing what you want to do. And this is exactly how we started. Cause we started as just video production. I'd make these great videos and no one would know where to post them. Um, no one was still yep. finding, 
you know, we, we were getting work, like I said, with word of mouth, but we weren't even looking at the back end of things. We were just trying to make a good product, which most small businesses, that's their initial focus. Um, right. But the faster they get into knowing this stuff and knowing that this is, it, it, you can make the best cinnamon bun in the world, but if no one knows about it, it does not matter. It doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. No one's going to be at your door. Um, one, once they realize that, it changes the mm-hmm. game. It really does. It, it changed the game for us. I, I've seen it enough mm-hmm. times, enough businesses that makes a difference. Oh, it's so huge. So, so huge. Well, Thank you guys so much for taking the time. I know you need to bounce. I think we should talk about 75 hard soon. Maybe yeah. on it, maybe on an IG live. Are you on day, about now? I am on day, I think today's day 50. Oh, 50. 25. Awesome. Yep. But I want to hear about your experience, but maybe we can pop on an IG live because I have been wanting to kind of interview. Yeah. Really quickly where everyone can find you, your website, on your socials. We're going to link it uh, on the video that I do, and then we'll put it in the details of the podcast. But why don't you tell everyone I know how to find you? Hit it. <laughs> so it's electricedgemedia.com. Our handles are at electricedgemedia on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter across the board. So mm-hmm. Awesome. So if you guys have any questions, reach out to them. Incredible stuff. I think we need to do some videos soon. So I have some ideas and um, we also need to hang out. So that would be, it would be a business trip. Yeah. And hopefully you'll say yes to hanging out with me afterwards. So, all right, you guys, thank you so much. I'm. We get to hang out, make videos and eat good stuff all at the same time. It's a win-win. Oh my gosh. Yes. Let's do it in 26 days, 26 days. I can participate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah that's true okay well 26 days we'll have a big uh 75 76 day party <laughs> how do you wait, wait wait how do you not eat your delicious that's stuff true. at Dottie's doing 75 hard yeah, okay that's... so my diet i i do i do i knew i had to taste test yeah. so like i do that so my rules i'm in a calorie deficit so i've been cutting for eight weeks now so i've been doing a deficit and then focusing on like my protein macro Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to stay within that. Um, and then just my rules are like, I'm not like, I'm not going to eat a whole cinnamon roll Yeah, for me. Right. I, I still even have like sugar in my coffee and stuff like that. But so I'm, I'm watching those calories and I've gone over a couple of times, but when I've gone over, I've been like, anyway, we don't, I, we don't need to get into this, but All it right. was fine. It was fine. <laughs> no, I, I want to, I actually want to, but I'm just like, how much do you want to get into it? When I went over, it was kind of like one of those things where I was like, I'm pretty sure my body needs this because I'm doing this deficit for so long. Mm-hmm. And I've stayed on track with the loss and like like the weight loss that I've wanted to do for the cut. Um, but it's been it's been interesting. It's been fun. I I like the challenge. How was it? I mean, if we're talking about it, we got, we'll bounce we got off one. ten minutes. Bounce. Ten okay, minutes. we do. Okay, hard, good. Because I'll I'll probably cut the podcast then. Okay. Then. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, this was like a man. We've just been it's just been crazy lately, and we've just been trying to figure out some time. We've wanted to do this for a while. We're just trying to <laughs> every time. No sweat. We'll we'll do it again though. It's awesome. No sweat. Sounds good. Okay. We'll have a good one. Thanks so much. We'll talk Thanks, to you later. Sarah. See you See later. Ya.